this for. I'm going to your page instead of the podcast. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'll do my best to uh, describe you here. Uh, Siobhan is a number of things. Uh, uh, she's trained in Reiki healing. Um, how, what do you have? What do I, uh, <laughs> so much Tyler can't even speak. Using like specific titles, um, you know, such as Ancient of Days. And it's like, I don't know what that means, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> right. Uh, thank you for telling me how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to Journey to Truth podcast. Tonight we have on Siobhan Hill. Uh, Siobhan is a number of things. She's a Reiki healer. She's an angelic universal regression alchemist. Is that a good way to say that? Um, uh, I mean, some of this stuff sounds so impressive. I think it'd be better if you uh, explain to us <laughs> what you do. So, if Yeah, yeah. I mean, awesome. It's been an amazing journey. So thank you for having me on. Definitely honored to be here. So yes, I am a Reiki healer. Um, I'm also an alchemist who practices regression. Angelic Universal Regression Alchemy actually is so, because um, like, it does direct connection with the higher realms, with highly evolved beings, the higher selves, the oversouls, angels and archangels, star beings. And we actually use a number of healing modalities just within that one primarily being alchemy, but there's also a lot of crystal healing that I am particularly, I use because I'm also a galactic um, crystal shaman as well as a galactic medicine woman. So I also have titles like in my like galactic origin realms and the higher dimensions um, that have been confirmed. Um, so I'm not limited to the modalities or the trainings I have here on the earth realm which is pretty interesting. Um, and even with um, the information I sent you over, I'm also a dream walker. Um, there's lots of different type of dreams or missions we go on in dream time. Our higher selves are so much more busier than people realize. So basically integrating that higher self helps you to remember um, some of your origins and, and what you were doing because we're more than this physical body as I know both of you are very familiar with that or have that awareness already. So. Yeah, absolutely. Especially um, connecting with the higher self is something that I've, well, when I first got into the whole awakening, I guess you could say, I, I honestly was totally unfamiliar with the concept of a higher self, but you know, once you figure that out, you realize like it, it, everything changes. Uh, whenever you, so when you do your sessions, do you connect with uh, the higher self or, or other guides who, or is it always vary? It varies based on the individual. Um, so part of who I'm connecting with will depend on, uh, basically the session is guided by their higher self. Um, but like what aspect can I connect with will depend on like how much healing or integration they've done prior to coming for a session. Um, so like pretty much, and we can talk a little bit about like my awakening process and my process to becoming a healer. Yes. Uh, but like as you integrate, we actually are able and capable at this time of integrating multiple higher self aspects. So depending on the level that you've integrated will depend on what level 
or higher self aspect of yours, I, can, I will connect with. Um, I've connected with fourth dimensional aspects, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, the oversouls. Uh, and of course, we talk to archangels and star beings, depending on um, your star family, which many people have incarnated like many places, many times. Um, so it really depends on what like line or lineage you incarnated through or what aspects you're connecting with for your mission and purpose. So depending on what you agree to do prior to incarnating is depending on what I communicate with. Like essentially a soul contract. Yeah, some are soul contracts, some are agreements. As you know, some can be negative, some can be positive. Um, a lot of like cords and attachments, um, we do cut those or in negative contracts. But some people, like as far as your mission, what did you agree to do? Some of those will be part of contracts. So like if they're of a positive alignment or for your benefit, then of course we don't terminate or end those. We only try to clear the negative ones that are not serving you with the guidance of your higher self. Like I don't go through and, and decide what's good for you. You know, I assist like pretty much during an angelic universal regression alchemy session. I'm just like a, um, I, I create a platform and a space to have dialogue with your higher self and assist as needed. Like the messages comes from the higher self. I just assist in the healing. So I, that brings me to the next question uh, is like you said, your awakening led you into this. So when did you discover you had this ability and, and what was it like discovering it? And that had to be pretty profound. You know, it's a, it's a pretty yeah. uh, amazing gift. You know, we, we in the, in the community, we know people that do what you do, but everybody has their own niche. And it I mean, it seems like there's a lot, not a lot in the community, but a fair amount of people. But when you step outside of that, it's totally taboo to some people that they may have never even heard of anything that you do. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's, um, put it this way, like even when I was younger as a child and a teenager before I started being aware that I was connecting to my higher self, um, oftentimes like if I got ill or sick, I would like somehow intuitively know what was wrong before the doctor could tell me or on the way there. I didn't really understand why I would know. I would just know. Um, and then like some of the things I would get like um, strep throat often, you know, just certain things. And like, even if the doctor tried to tell me, oh, you don't have strep throat. I'm like, I know I have strep throat. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, um, I do, I know. <laughs> Right, right, right. And one of the other interesting things like um, that I share with people, because a lot of people are not familiar with what entities are, and having a human body, like this is our vessel, you know, um, it's actually like a complex. It's like your mind, body, spirit complex that makes up your body that you basically inhabit in this experience. <laughs> Our meat suit. <laughs> yes, our, our meat suit. But even that meat suit is very, very much of a divine nature. You know, it, yeah. your, your body is a spirit. Um, and then your consciousness comes, comes into that complex. Um, but like with the entities, let's see if I can explain what an entity is. Generally speaking, we're talking about alchemy and removing lower vibrational energy entities from your body. 
because of the nature of the third dimension and it thrives on trauma, that's how the third dimension is maintained. When we experience trauma, which many of us will experience as early as children, um, you can actually be born with entities if they are within your family lineage or DNA or passed down to you or shortly thereafter, you can get them in a hospital or when you start experiencing trauma, which many children start experiencing trauma as early as three or four years old. So when you experience a trauma, it creates a tear in your auric field. And so these entities or lower astral entities or even what people believe or call or label ghosts that did not return to the light, because you have like, it's more like a light that's leaking from your auric field, it's like a leak. And if they see it, they will be attracted to it. And so technically with the law of attraction aspect, if you see like this light leaking that is caused by trauma, then you have entities that maybe died traumatically, did not go to the light because we can, you know, I get lots of confirmation of how these entities died and things like that. Usually if it's traumatic, they'll be attracted to trauma in your light. And so they'll come into your body. So we actually all kind of have them, even when we're children, it's not to be, it's just actually a natural part of being in the third dimension. We all have them. Like I've had to remove them um, for my children. But the point is that I was getting to is even when I was young, I could actually feel these entities in my body. I remember maybe when I was about 12, I went to a doctor and I told him I kept having these sharp pains in my arms. And they would just be like, she's shooting pains. And the only thing the doctor could think of was a heart attack. And they're like, well, you're healthy and you're 12. Like you're not having a heart attack. So they just pretty much ignored me. They ignored me. And, you know, there was no diagnosis for that. Um, I would venture to say the doctor really just had no clue. But it wasn't until obviously when I learned what entities were that I realized that at that time, I was actually in tune enough with my body to feel their presence, um, but because nobody around me had the knowledge to know what they were, how to remove them. I mean, until I had my session, I pretty much had entities for a lot of years, and a lot of us have them walk around with them our whole lives. Our whole lives, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I'm sure we all, it, it, you know, at one point before our awakenings, we all had them. I know for a fact, after my mom passed away, um, I picked up something. I wasn't aware of any of how, that, how any of that works, but I walked into a store synchronistically and met a Reiki healer, and she was telling me, she called it a fracture in the aura, same thing. And she goes, you probably have a, an attachment. And sure mm -hmm. enough, going, I started doing sessions with her, and oh yeah, I did. And it it uh, took a couple sessions, but she got rid of it. And wow, I mean, I felt like an entirely. I felt like I was physically lighter. I mean, it was yeah. real. It really was life changing, and that was what really sparked. Like, okay, there's something going on here. You know, it was. Uh, it was pretty. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so pretty much, um, I went through life, you know, I would, I would hear, and that's another thing to, you know, assure people of, you know, we're going through the ascension process. We're going to be becoming aware of things that have been in play the whole time. And before we were born, 
you know, these things have been going on. Entities have been here for a long time. Um, the cabal and, you know, lower astral entities, all of these things have been here. So some people, like when they're awakening and they start to become aware, you know, it, it, they tend to have a tendency to become fearful of interacting with lower vibrational beings. But it's like, you just weren't aware that you were already talking to them. Like, you know, I remember talking to lower vibrational beings and higher vibrational beings as a child. I just didn't realize what was going on or the conversations. And you kind of just think, you know, it's yourself or you're just talking within your own mind. And it's just a lack of awareness. And the, I guess you could say the, um, the social constructing or teachings here to not like share that you're having these conversations in your mind, <laughs> you know, so you don't really tell anybody, nobody really knows what's going on. And, and, you know, you naturally do it. Once you begin getting aware, once you begin growing and awakening, then you can start using discernment and making choices and choosing not to communicate with lower vibrational beings or the entities within your own body. Like even before I actually had mine removed, because I had an angelic universal regression session, you know, as I was learning the process to actually use this modality, um, I had already developed the discernment and raised my, you know, light vibration enough to not communicate with them, but there were still some present, you know, so you still want to get them removed, even if they're not really impacting you much um, anymore. So um, basically like my path to healing or becoming aware, I honestly, because we're transmuters and healers, we take on a lot of energy from other people around us. So pretty much it was like a, let me see, up until I was um, 27, maybe-ish, 28 or something. Might have been a little bit older than that. But I went through this whole process of, I was just getting sicker and sicker. I ended up being diagnosed with atypical narcolepsy. I was misdiagnosed several times. I was diagnosed with anxiety, um, depression, let me see, sleep apnea. I also had, I had a lot of sleep issues and I ended up understanding why, because as a dream walker, they don't want you to actually get a good night's sleep because uh. you, you do too much work in your dream time. So I went a lot of years not dreaming at all um, and had at least like four entities in my crown chakra and it was blocking my ability to reach REM. So I had a REM disorder narcolepsy like I had a lot of like the entities were attacking me and it would manifest as a neurological disorder um so yeah, we don't, yeah we don't have ascension symptoms doctors to go to no, you know. we well or essentially that's what you would do yeah, that's kind of what you are <laughs> I need wow. the light workers you know. energy healers and QHHD and you and but it's not it's not apparent that that's where you go whenever you're first discovering the stuff you really oh, no. you have to seek it out you know yeah you have to know about that yeah in the first place and then seek it out yeah 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 like like the, oh, uh, the mainstream society we're all living in is doesn't even consider any of this stuff as being real so of course they're not going to know what the you know the, the real causes of all of stuff is um because to them, the physical, what they can see, you know, with the five senses in this, in the spectrum of visible light, that's it. That's all there is to reality. Mm -hmm. So when you're, so when you're, when you're just going off that, it's like, 
stuff's yeah. going to happen. They're going to be like, there's, I don't know why this is happening. You know, right. trained in that. You can't die. They can't diagnose it. I went, no. I went to, I went to my doctor one time and was trying to explain him what was going on. And he, he was honestly baffled. He was just, oh. it was just some, yeah. some pain I was having in my hip, but it was young. It, it was just really unexplainable. And he didn't, he had no idea. Um, you know, years later, I figured it out, you know, via Reiki and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, it's funny. He's just like, nothing, you're, you're fine, you know, or some doctors would just throw medication at you. Yeah, I try this, it could be this. Yeah, yeah. They'll kind of guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they actually experiment on us quite a bit. Um, okay. Like, and then, of course, I also experienced sleep paralysis. Um, so at the time when I was going through and actually leading up to my dark night of the soul, which that would be like a whole nother conversation, but <laughs> leading up yeah. to like my like actual, I consider my actual activation, um, which basically started as the dark night of the soul to be in 2011. So leading up to that time, you know, I had been put on multiple medications, some of the worst that they actually manufacture. Um, so like if, if, you know, you hear a lot of complaining about narcotics, narcotics are level two drugs. So they had, um, because of my narcolepsy, which is um, your sleep cycle is off. So basically you have a hard time staying awake, but you have a hard time going to sleep, but you can literally go to sleep at any time, even after you just woke up or if you're driving. So it can be kind of dangerous. dangerous uh, yeah. yeah. And so basically I had eventually been put on, uh let me see what's the uppers called you know adhd meds ritalin uh what's what's the one that they actually use for narcolepsy? adderall i took adderall yeah. as a kid i had add i was diagnosed with yeah. add yeah. which that doesn't even make sense to give people adderall but you know yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. With, with a certain purpose too. i didn't know what it was back then i just like oh this is add medicine and i found yeah. out it's basically speed later <laughs> yeah, yeah like oh there's another, awesome. right right there's another <laughs> one too because they did they did eventually try me with the uh, put me on the adderall or you know ritalin or whichever one um but there's yeah. one that they use for narcolepsics i can't remember what it's called right now because it was years ago um but eventually i was on sedatives as well and so literally i was like on medication 24 7 to go awake and you know go to sleep or stay awake and go to sleep yeah. Um, so pretty much like, um, some, some very traumatic things had occurred and I was with an abusive ex-husband who is also a handler, which is probably terms I would have to explain what that means, but right. I have a unique story. So basically one day I just prayed, you know, I ended, cause I ended up in a hospital I had to have two blood transfusions. It was not a you know a happy time, but it was like a transition period um, that people turn the dark night of the soul. Yeah. And um, I prayed one day and just literally asked that whatever I needed on this planet, please bring it to me. I believed, you know, I prayed. I said, I believe that, you know, in, I think it's a verse in Genesis because I used to, you know, read the Bible quite a bit at that time. Um, yep. There's a verse in Genesis that said everything we need on this planet has been provided for us. I pray for whatever I needed. Um, and literally within 30 days, no longer than 30 days, um, I, an herb was brought my way 
Um, and I looked it up, you know, cause I had looked up herbs before I had started exploring, mm-hmm. you know, natural things. Cause I, I assumed I'm like, well, it must've been something humans were doing before medication. <laughs> yeah. Before modern medicine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the best logic to use really. Yeah. I mean, Which was yeah. obviously coming from my higher self. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know, so they, exactly. they give us breadcrumbs. They're like, we're trying oh, to get yeah. you over here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the herbs called Ganoderma, I still take it to this day. It's an adaptogen. Um, it, I mean, literally, um, I took it one night. It was, I drank a tea. And when I woke up the next day, because I usually had this like huge fog, like just clouding like everything, my life, my judgment. Like it just was a dark cloud, like literally sitting on my head, on my crown. And um, I drank this tea one day and I literally woke up and like, was just like, what the heck? I could see clearer. Like it was a physical change. And that was one time. So needless to say, like I said, I still take it to this day just for my physical, you know, body. And then um, with the clearing of the confusion and the chaos, you know, energetically, we start clearing out my life, you know, they moved me, you know, helped me separate from my ex-husband, um, started learning, I learned Reiki first, then I started meditating, um, then I started, you know, learning things about crystals, you know, one day, and this is amazing too, one day I was meditating, I asked to know the name of my higher self, and when I was meditating, they gave me a name, but then told me Oversoul. So that's when I began like looking up information because I'm like, what is an oversoul? I had never heard of it. Um, so the, yeah, that that really began my process of you know getting into my roots, my galactic roots, certain memories being restored, um, and then you know finally being guided to learn angelic universal regression alchemy. Well, that's uh, congratulations nice. for making that change, getting off all that medication, and I yeah. mean. That's incredible. A lot of people, when they hit that point in their life, you know, it's almost impossible to come back, uh, especially when you're so used to all that. So, I mean, and you look, you look very healthy and you look like you're doing great. So thank you. Um, that's, it's amazing. I love, I love seeing that because perfect example of, you know, there's hope out there for the people who really, really need help. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I love your t-shirt, by the way, Aaron. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you. You're welcome. This is uh, Sue McClure, who's a friend of Tyler and I's, uh, made these and sent it. <laughs> yeah. everybody. Right. The one we go all cue. All right. Hey, if you would like my address, I don't mind. <laughs> you can send me <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> I'll tell her to send you one, Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we we might be able to arrange that. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so who? So, how? So, roughly about how many clients would you say you have gone through so far mm. since you started? How many sessions? How many ah. sessions? And which one? Maybe it's easier just to tell me which one was the most profound is there one that just stands out in your head that uh, that, i'm just curious it's gotta be something something like right right just (laughs) 
guessing ballpark, it actually might be about 200 sessions, which is pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. I've had three myself. And I'll tell you, two out of three of them, I cried. Two out of three of them, I cried. They're such amazing experiences and healings. And like, if you want to basically remember like what it feels like to be a part of Source, what it feels like when we were in the higher dimensions. I mean, that is like, I don't like, like one, one session, for example, they reminded me of what it felt like to be one with the Oversoul. Um, and I just wanted to like stay there. <laughs> like, so, so like, even when I have sessions with others and they like reach or go to those type of energies and they're like, oh, I'm just, you know, flying or floating or, you know, and it, I give them their time because I know what it's like and you really want to stay there. Um, in the past, you would hear people say or other healers say, um, like some of the higher rounds are from their understanding. They have to be careful taking us back because a lot of times we won't want to come back here, you know, but I appreciate the experience and I understand my role here. So that's why I don't have the animosity or, you know, upset, like I can't wait to leave. And that's actually one of the things they tell us, like, we need you to understand that you wanted to be here, that you have a mission and you want to accomplish it. You are here in partnership with Mother Gaia and the multiverse. We are ground crew. And we decided to come here to heal all bloodlines yeah. directly. We're here for a purpose. So we're here for a mission. We're here for a purpose. Yeah. Um, I would say my... Let me see. My first three were like amazing, like starting off right out the bat. And I think especially when um, you have the awareness or they start reminding you that you, you're not just learning how to heal. Like you do this, like this is what you've been doing. Like you were created to do this. Like you, you've been doing this for millions or billions of years. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so like in my first one, um, like, well, actually in my first one, they did a lot of telling um, myself and, and the other individual a lot about our galactic origins. Um, so they were using like specific titles, um, you know, such as Ancient of Days. And it's like, I don't know what that means, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. Right. Thank you for telling me how old I am. (laughs) That's funny. Um, Let me see. And and that one, that one in particular, she had been abducted by Grays as a child. Um, She had to be rescued. She was actually rescued by other angelic, other angelic brothers and sisters. Um, But there was still some clearing we had to do from what the Grays had did when they abducted her. Um, They had like in, in, what do I want to say? threaded into her some sort of energetic system that was like woven. It was like cords we had to pull out. So that was my very first one. So as you can imagine, that's interesting. It's like, whoa, they did. I mean, we just went straight at it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like super serious. The second one, um, by the second one, I was talking to reptilians, you know, it's like, really? yeah, I had just, oh. you know, from this dimension and perspective, like learned about them. Uh, so by the second one, I was in a conversation with one. Um, he, that particular one, they weren't actually possessing her, but they were like accessing her consciousness from outside of her auric field because she had been captured in Atlantis and used as a 
as a sex slave, basically. Um, and so they were still manipulating and controlling her mind to a degree. So we had to clear that interference. And then by the third one is when they let me know that this is a multiverse and that our healing here actually affects the whole multiverse. So it's not just an earthly ascension. Our earthly ascension here affects raising the vibration for the whole multiverse. So we were literally taken to at least three planets and we were being shown what um, some of them were like losing their light, losing their life force energy, or they were being attacked by negative beings. And so they were teaching us how to even send them light from here because we can actually send light to other planets. Like that's how powerful we are. Um, so yeah, like that was my first three and I've had some amazing sessions and I, yeah, we, we, we remove, like we're able to remove reptilian consciousness. Like if they're possessing people, I've had one where this is another one that like sticks out because this individual, she's actually an um, angelic elder as well. And she actually had two reptilians possessing her. Um, and we had to clear that. And that was like the longest session I've done. Hers was like six hours to clear oh, wow. that interference from her. Um, and, and just give her back her freedom of, of not being her consciousness, like being captive and distorted. And, you know, because if a reptilian possess you, they can literally, I mean, that's what a possession is. They can literally sometimes come through. And yeah. like you mentioned that you know what a handler is. Well, handlers, some people have different terms for what handlers are. It depends on what type of handler they are. But some people experiencing partial or full reptilian possession can be handlers if they're placed in your life strategically to traumatize you to keep you from waking up. Yeah. So. Wow. That just I've actually made heard that as well. Yeah, it makes so much sense. I, I, I guess I wasn't really familiar with the term handler as far as the way you just described it. It makes a lot of sense um, to being placed in someone's life to stop them or slow them down. Interesting. Yeah, well, they target star seeds too, the cabal and the. Oh yeah. Um, so you know, all of us, they you know, they knew, <laughs> you know, they can see that and. Uh, that that's why we all get attacked and they try to suppress us from doing our mission basically. Well, it's a, it's a perfect weapon. It's like, you know, you can have a very attractive woman or an attractive man seduce you uh, and you'll think you fell in love and bam. They'll be very manipulative, oh, very yeah. deceitful and narcissistic. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah and um, on a side note too, um, like, for example, the story there, like even when it comes to our religious texts or a lot of the texts or the older texts here on the earth, yes, there are distortions. Yes, there are twists and information has been taken out. Information has been added. We are aware of that. But, you know, they, they usually, the cabal, the dark ones, those that are controlling the controlling ruling, you know, bodies or source calls them the dark ones. Um, yeah. But yes, they twist truth. So they usually will take our information and just twist it or use it against us. Yeah. So even in the Bible where they speak of like when Yeshua, because Yeshua, his origin is angelic, angelic elder. Mm -hmm. When Yeshua incarnated, when they talk about the three wise men following the stars, they were actually looking at the stargates and seeing 
that he had came through a stargate. So that's how they're able to determine. They actually know when we're born. So they know when the star seeds are born. They know when the angelics are born and they can tell which stargates we came through. So like I was born in a military hospital on a military base and they literally tried to kill me as a newborn infant before I even left the hospital. Really? Yeah. So, you know, from my understanding from the Andromedan Oversoul, certain angelics were sent to basically save me. But it it was also a process of healing because they have pretty much damaged or drained my energy down to 20% as an infant. So I had actually a lot of illness growing up um, as a child. So when you say they tried to kill you in the hospital, can you elaborate on that as far as what did they do? What did they actually do? What do you mean by that? Well, okay, certain things, like if it's traumatic, um, sometimes the oversouls won't go into detail, but they have made it very clear that in the majority of hospitals, especially military, because in a military hospital, you pretty much give up your rights as a citizen when you join the military. So they actually, the majority of like, reptilian possessions a lot of them occur within the military and within military hospitals and doctors and things of this nature um so they know like when certain people are born like especially if you're in a military hospital we have more leeway to do what we want with this child because you don't have as many rights as the average citizen does um so pretty much what they've said is like anytime you leave your child unattended whether or not it's astral, you know, lower vibrational astral beings, or actually some of the nurses, you know, the doctors, like some of them, like know that they're reporting to reptilians, you know, just just be honest about it. They don't tell us about it. They think we're unaware. And plus I've like um, had experiences directly, you know, even with my ex-husband who's a handler, his mother, you know, she retired Lieutenant Colonel in the Air Force, and she actually was an OBGYN delivering a lot of babies, which is sad because it's like, um, just speculating here, but there's probably a reason why the Oversoul made sure you weren't present when I delivered my son, you know, because she wanted to, li- to deliver my child, you know, it's kind of, it's somewhat scary to think about, but I mean, that's what's happening when we are having children, that's why they need us to remember who we are and to bless our babies and to start, you know, we're being encouraged to stop going to the hospital so much because the hospitals are infiltrated. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that, it's essentially just like going to the Pope for a healing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which he's probably just placing lots of entities on you. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, they've, in, they've infiltrated every, every institution in society. So yeah. of course the hospitals. Yeah. I mean, it just just across the board everything they've they're master infiltrators i mean Corey good talks about that it's like they're master manipulators and master infiltrators and they know exactly how to like sneak their way into everything and and start influencing uh and steering humanity from there you know that's how they that's how they work the media obviously it's one of the biggest ones um you know we're all under a form of mind control uh, whether we degree. whether we like it or whether we like it or not unfortunately yeah we, like even yeah. us to a certain degree just because well two, two comments on that for one as you integrate your higher self it lessens their power oh, right. 
Oh yeah. I agree with that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's one thing. The other thing that is important to be aware of the reason why, because it's not that they're that much stronger than us, especially not the star season angelics, because you have to understand lower vibrational beings, you know, such as reptilian or the, the AI consciousness or the grays, they are disconnected from source energy. They are disconnected from their higher selves. They are disconnected from source. This is why they have to feed off other people. Like yeah. if they were so strong, they wouldn't have to eat us. They're like not. They well, they're not. That's the thing. <laughs> right. they, they, right. That's why it's so important to, to awaken to who you really are and to raise your consciousness. Because mm -hmm. when you, the more you awaken, the more you realize who you are. And then the less they can control you and the less they you're rising above that. So, and, and, um, but that's why they're so desperate. And that's why, you know, it makes so much sense when you realize that, that when you, you look at everything, how it's so designed to keep you from ever getting to that point. Right. Mm -hmm. It's designed to like, keep you ignorant, keep you dumbed down, keep you too busy, too stressed out, too tired to ever even get to the point where you're like, I want to start looking into stuff and like figure out what's really going on here and what my life means and, or get you stuck in, in a religion where, you know, and that's why they've corrupted all the, the religions and, you know, infiltrated all that. So, you know, you're either stuck in that and you think you found the ultimate meaning there or the ultimate truth, which I used to be, I used to be a Christian, you know, super, super okay. stuck in Christian dogma. Yeah. <laughs> um, until I woke up in 2012 um, or they, or they want you like, there is no God, there is no spirit. There's nothing beyond the five senses, you know, reality. Um, mm -hmm. we, we die and that's it. You know, the, the whole like, um, you know, atheist, materialist, uh, reductionist, like that, they either want you in that mindset or they want you in a dogmatic religion um, and just, dumbed down across the board and that's you know you look at all the institutions and all that and it's like oh yeah of course everything's the way it is and of course wow. expressing um all the true knowledge and you know killing holistic doctors and uh, yeah know, it's killing sick. off all the, the natives sick. and all the um yeah the people that have all this ancient wisdom going back they they want that gone so that's why they suppressing destroying them. our artifacts you know the whole yeah. isis thing across the board uh, yeah it makes so much sense when you wake up you're like oh <laughs> but yeah. you know now you, you know so many of us are waking up now it's like they're terrified because they're like we can't stop we can't stop this anymore so they're so desperate right now they're that's right it's over bitches <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes yeah it really is and they're just throwing they're just they're just flailing their arms right now throwing out everything they can uh, it's, it's just funny to watch, you know, it's like, well, <clears throat> it's, well, crazy. Like, it's crazy right now. It's chaotic. Like Siobhan said, like you said earlier, like we have the, you have the potential to actually heal other planets and, and do work on other planets. Well, that just, uh, goes to show you, you know, we don't, that's the whole purpose is to never truly understand the, what we're capable of the potential of our mind it's so much more powerful than even we might understand even still uh and it just if you know, we yeah. have, if, we, if we figure that out then it is end game for them so yeah 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 and that's and that's exactly why the systematic programming is starting earlier and earlier a lot of people think like even the idea of preschool 
Like that was to benefit society. No, that was to start programming even earlier. Even earlier. So, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And another thing to notice, like um, what, I, what I like to help people understand is, you know, not to feel bad that we did not understand or we didn't remember or we weren't aware when we were first incarnated because part of the earthly experience is this experience of incarnating through amnesia to remember, to choose your divinity. Yeah. And the lower beings, like even when they came to the earth, they ad advert, they go around the natural incarnation processes process because if they were in alignment with source if they wanted to have an earthly human experience they would have incarnated like any other soul does but yeah. because they adverted or went around the natural process of incarnation they maintain all of their memories so you're talking about you conquered a planet where everybody on the planet incarnates through amnesia and you guys remember yeah. how unfair is that <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and that's why they've been so effective for so long because they know what's going they know the game they're the ones running it and we're all we've all forgotten who we really are we don't know we don't know the game we don't know until we wake up you know yeah. um but we're all too many of us are waking up and the ascension's happening right now so we're all we're you know so many of us are starting to wake up and yeah. it's, it's already game over and it's it's gonna get a little chaotic <laughs> for a little bit it already is but you know it's it's we're gonna come out the other side and it's gonna be I think beyond like anything we can imagine honestly um, oh yeah oh yeah. yeah and I'll share some um, points that I've noticed like even in sessions um, so like I said I do have the ability to remove reptilian consciousness if you are possessed by reptilians the last two I've removed both of their that part of their consciousness actually went to the light really the reptilians actually chose to go to the light that was a huge sign of a shift because all the ones prior which is not like a whole bunch you know i, I would say maybe about 10 really? i've uh, come in contact with and removed you know because it's not like it's a whole bunch of you know people with reptilian possession coming to me but usually if they're strong enough because the star season angelics can connect to their higher selves and receive the guidance like hey something's off you need to go get this healed yeah <clears throat> so the last two actually went to the light one of the last sessions i had was it a week ago no more than two weeks ago this particular individual actually is one of the few because there are some of us who had to incarnate with um like contracts with the Orion group. And when I say the Orion group, we're talking about the fallen, um, the lower vibrational Orion group, because Orion is a big star system, and a lot of them are still in the line with the, the, with the light, which I've incarnated as Orion on the side of the light. Um, but the ones that are here, that are on this planet, you know, that came here to conquer. <coughs> Excuse me. So with this group, when we did the session, they, and I've, I've had um, more than one session where they were present. Um, but when we did the session, they refused to even talk to me. They literally said they really? were mad at me. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. We're not, they're like, we're not talking to her. <laughs> it's like a little, it's like a little kid when you ground them and they're pouting. Yeah. They don't want to talk to you. They're literally yeah. like just with their arms crossed, no. we're not talking to her. <laughs> like what? 
And then like in inquiring and asking questions, I had spoken to Archangel Gabriel, Archangel Metatron. And um, so I asked um, if I could speak to the Oversoul, if they could bring Oversoul present. And they're like, Archangel Metatron is like, they are literally writing into the contract right now that you, you specifically do not have permission to speak to his Oversoul. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what? Like how childish is that, you know? But, but, you know, like I told them, like I told them in the session, you know, we're all from the light. We're all from the light. So there's just certain aspects of us that have cut themselves off from that light. And so the, the purpose of ascension, the process of healing is reintegrating back into the light. Yeah. So I just reminded them, you know, when you're ready, you know, we would encourage it sooner than later. We still welcome you. We are encouraging you back to the light. We're not trying to fight you. We're not trying to kill you. We want to heal you so you can stop traumatizing and killing large amounts of people and destroying universes. You know, yeah. this, I mean, that's all yeah. source wants is mm -hmm. for you to come back to the light. It, you know, you know so. what? You know, you hit the nail on the head there with healing because that's, that's ultimately what it's about is healing. You know, it's, we, we see these beings as evil. But ultimately, they're they're just um, sick is a way to look at it, and they need healing, yeah. and they're just acting out of that um, sickness that they they refuse to be healed, and yeah. um, and they're just causing more pain and more sickness and more trauma, and because um, that's all they know really. They, it's almost like they don't know how to get out of it. And that's all they know, you know. Well, so and it's it's important to note you can only do what you know, mm -hmm. like. That, and I've said this multiple times, even with abusers, because I worked in a domestic violence shelter for three years, but I also was in a domestic violence, you know, relationship and at one point stayed in that shelter. And it's yeah. like anybody that's traumatizing anyone has been traumatized and yeah. has not healed. It doesn't mean that we are going to tolerate yeah. your abusing other people. Doesn't make it okay. <laughs> right. But we are very much aware you're just as traumatized and that's why you're lashing out and hurting other people and are self-destructive. Yeah. Because if you were healed and there was no internal conflict, you wouldn't have any reason to hurt, harm, kill, or rape someone, you, you know, or you starve someone. You would never want to, yeah, you never have the desire to do that unless that is the case, yeah. Well, like you said earlier, lack of awareness, it's as simple as that, you know, for both sides, you know, both yeah. it works both ways. It's yeah. When, when you expand your awareness, you see, you see everything for what it is. So, you know, it's easy to get stuck in the egoic. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm, I'm in the good, you're in the bad, and that's all, and that's it, you know, and that's, that's like the ego, that's operating from the ego, you know, but when well, you, that, that when sounds you like, up, go ahead, sorry. No, I'm just saying, like, when you rise above your ego, and you, you expand your awareness, you see everything for what it is, and why everything, why everyone is acting the way they are, you see the underlying causes of it, so you see, like, oh, these people I've been thinking are so evil, they're just acting from their place of trauma and, and hurt. And they just need healing. <laughs> That's it. Like they just need healing. Uh, but they know. have to understand that first. You can't heal somebody yeah. who doesn't understand. Yeah. It. It, well, yeah. But um, yeah, awareness comes first. You're right. Awareness. Yeah. 
yeah but but you know it's like you're gonna stop fighting against them when you realize i shouldn't be fighting them i should be trying to heal them (laughs) or trying to help them you know well Um, you're you're talking about the you're right or i'm right you're wrong mentality well that's exactly what we're seeing right now in the disclosure community these attacks against so yeah, Jordan Sailor and Corey Good and Roger Richards and all this stuff. It, it, it's literally exactly this information is coming out. Say no, these guys are wrong. We're right. Listen to us. It, it's it's yeah, that they're right. evil. We're yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop listening to them. They're bad. They're evil. They're wrong. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will <laughs> say this because yes, having the awareness and the compassion and understanding. Like even when I've received, because I've received multiple confirmations about people being out of alignment or, you know, healers not actually being healers or being in alignment with the light, you know, but even when source lets me know or does these confirmations, it's never from a pointing a finger at them. Like you said, like they're, it's not them saying they're bad. They help me to understand what it is they have not healed, what it is they're confused about, what it is they still need to heal or why, like having the understanding of why they are choosing or presenting the way that they are. But even as, like I used to be a crisis intervention specialist, even though we're talking about healing, this does not mean you stay with them, you befriend them, you hang out with them. No, 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 no. (laughs) It's like, okay, you you separate yourself, you go over here and focus on your healing, you know, you send them love and light over there because, you know, they also have to, like you said, want to heal. Um, yeah, yeah, does not mean keep letting them hurt you and drama or or pretend that you know there's good reptilians, no, yeah, or that, (laughs) yeah, the good ones are not on this planet, like the good ones didn't come here to conquer, like they're still on their planet, exactly. Because why would they, yeah, um, no, absolutely, and that's that's part of uh. You know, when you gain wisdom, you you know you know how to set boundaries and what to. You know, you're not gonna just because you understand where someone's coming from doesn't mean you're gonna allow their their bad behavior to persist affecting you or other your loved ones. Um, yeah. You're gonna protect yourself and protect your loved ones, you know, but you're not going to attack them. Yeah. This mindset of like I need to attack them because they're bad. That's where you're like. You need to understand. No, they're not bad. They're just they're they're acting out of of, of this trauma and this hurt and this sickness that they need mm-hmm. healing. But yeah, it's it's boundaries with understanding and wisdom is yeah <laughs> yeah. Really and as we continue to raise the vibration, you know, like I said, we shift the multiverse, which means we shift all the lineages. We mm-hmm. shift the red reptilians we shift the ai technology we shift the grays you know because like if they were to continue on the path that they're on on the timelines that they're on that they're on like the um like the the timelines we've seen for the grays like they're aware they will stop existing because they can't even procreate anymore because they've disconnected from source so long ago they have to clone themselves and that's another reason why they were stealing and taking, you know. That's why they've been abducting people for, yeah, yeah, exactly. So they are, for the most part, are aware that they need to start healing if they want to survive. Now, 
I've had conversations with multiple grades. Some of them are aware of this, you know, some of them are not. And to be honest with you, like there, like there was one male that I talked to, he was completely oblivious, had no idea of a higher self or, you know, basically told me he's smart enough, you know, was telling me how intelligent he was. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, but you have no light in you. Like you have to connect to your light, you know, if you want to have a future. It's not about trying to manipulate and figure out some other technological, you know, um, technological procedure. It's like mind intelligence, but they don't have spiritual the spiritual. Yeah, so it's so. out of balance. It's exactly. out of balance. And they yeah. cease to exist. But if they start to heal, you know, as we're ascending, we will affect their timelines where where they will be put on a higher timeline. And there's also some incarnated humans that incarnated basically like what the way I look at it is they incarnated like through the Zeta reticular line or they have a contract with them. And like some of the things they go through or they experience as they heal or learn from it, it helps to heal their timelines. So they, like those that incarnated either through their lineage as a human or have a contract with them, they made an agreement to directly, like whatever healing they do on the earth, they directly affect their healing, their timelines too. Uh, Very interesting stuff. Yeah. I like, I like what you said. I love what you said about, you know, somebody being intelligent, but yeah, there's, I see no light in you. Uh, that's a, that's a perfect way to put it. Uh, yeah. It's all mental intelligence. So many people there, they're mentally smart or, or even mentally smart only within the false mainstream scientific, you know, and academic yeah. paradigm. And, and even that's, you know, a lot of that's off. I call them uh, mainstream fact wizards. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, I've had to, I've tried to, I've had conversations with these people before, and they oh, yeah. they don't they don't they don't get you. They they they'll come back with all these percentages and facts and this and that. It's like no, it's it's impossible because this and they use these fancy words, and their their education has actually suppressed them. Yeah, well, they full, they're fully bought into the to the all that exists is what I can see and touch and feel. Yeah, yeah. They fully bought into the into fully them. It's tangible. like you can't convince them there's such thing as a soul or their spirit because they're just not even open to that possibility, you know. But you know, some of them will come to that on their own. But you know, you can plant seeds. That's it. Comes back to that. That's all you can do with that. You can't force anybody to to believe anything or to grow faster than they're willing to grow, than they're going to grow. But, um, yeah, um, I, I've known a bunch of people like that. It's like, you know, they're, they're okay with that. That's to them. It's like, that's, they're very intelligent, but they, they will not accept there's more to this reality than, than just what we can see. Yeah. Our eyes. yeah. yeah. And, uh, maybe it'll take a lot more incarnations for them to get to that point. You know, it's possible. Greedy, yeah, obviously. Something I wanted to uh, talk about, Siobhan, is uh, the bird tribe. We were talking about it a little bit before we started. Uh, Just 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 switching gears here a little bit. Um, uh, Let's talk about, you you claim you're a member of uh, the bird tribe, correct? Yeah. So basically, um, I began learning or being guided because a a lot of what I do, like even when I first started 
my awakening process, a lot of the information that I was given was given directly by the Oversoul. They didn't really have me, like I didn't just was like flipping through YouTube videos or, you know, just scrolling through on Facebook and joining all these different groups and looking up information. They actually were teaching me directly a lot of the information that I was remembering. Um, so with that came the awareness that of the bird tribes, the native Hopi prophecies, return of the bird tribes, information like that started coming through. Um, actually, like even if you check out my very first, my very first YouTube video, they had me um, upload. I think around that time was when I started actually gathering um, members of my particular bird tribe together. Which even at the time, like a lot of times you just take direction. You don't even know what you're doing. <laughs> like, you know, they told me, yes, your bird tribe. Okay, um, start gathering your bird tribe. So, and, they, and they're like, you can confirm, you'll know who they are. Because I was doing confirmations myself. Like I know how to confirm origin, things of this nature. Which now I just primarily do it through the Angelic Universal Regression Alchemy Sessions. But before learning that process, I can do these confirmations directly on my own. Well, with, with, you know, higher self and oversoul, but I could do them outside of a session. So um, when I first started getting the tribe together, I wasn't even sure, like, which bird tribe it was. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, actually, I don't even think I had the awareness that there was multiple bird tribes. You know, yeah. it's just like, you're bird tribe, you know, get these people together. You know, you're all bird tribe. We started having meetings. And it's like, source gives you information. It builds upon what they've taught you. You know, it'll steadily build upon, okay, she's able to get her bird tribe together, you know, maybe a couple months would by, then they confirm, well, you're the leader of this tribe. After they confirmed I was the leader, and actually it was when I felt one of my wings. When I felt one of my wings, I felt this like pressure on my back, and that's when they told me, oh, those are your wings, and that means, you know, you're the leader of this tribe. And I'm like, oh, okay. But <laughs> mind you, <laughs> mind you, it's like, I always even went about it like we're all starseeds, we're all angelics. You know, we're here because we are like masters in whatever it is we came here to do, whatever yeah. skills we have. So it was never like even now, like even knowing I'm the leader, it's still, you know, we're all in this together. We're actually awakening so we can awaken others. Yeah. So basically, we're all leaders. We all have these skill sets, these memories, this information, these keys, these codes. You know, all this information, like within our DNA, that we activate as we become aware and we ascend and integrate more light. So we're all pieces of a really big puzzle. So every piece is necessary, every piece. Um, so that's kind of like just how I always operated within the tribe. You know, and then as time went on, you know, like they confirm there's 37, there's actually 37 bird tribes on the planet. Um, <clears throat> and there's more than just blue avians. And um, even Corey Good uh, said that when we were at uh, Cosmic Waves in Hawaii. Because that's where Tyler and I met physically, which I'm sure yeah. we've known each other for a long time. <laughs> can, I, can I stop you right there and ask you a question? So, did your, so your bird tribe information came to you pre or post Corey Good coming pre. forward? Pre. I had no, I, I didn't. Nice. Put it this way. When I, when I meet people, I have an awareness that our souls know each other. Sure. But on a physical level, I had not even heard of Corey Good until I started interacting with Jermaine. And one of the first ways he introduced me to Corey Good 
was asking me to send him Reiki. <laughs> At the time, right, and I'm just like, who, you know, I did, but I didn't know who he was. And at the time, um, I believe he was sick or in the hospital or something was going on. Um, I think he was getting attacked, like maybe by the cabal. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I think I know what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So I just sent him Reiki. And then after that, you know, I would keep hearing Jermaine talk about these people because I was only like pretty much I was within the light worker healing community. I had no idea of this disclosure community. And so then I began learning about this community. And then I realized they're really, they should be one community. They should be they, one. They yeah. They should be one community. Totally um, in my eyes. Yeah. 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 So, yes, it was definitely, I was aware of the Blue Avians prior to Corey Good. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and that was information coming from the Andromeda and Oversoul. And that's an interesting story, even because um, I could communicate with multiple oversouls, including the Rock Collective. So, you know, that's pretty interesting. I, I definitely have um, some type of Rock Collective uh, uh, connection. Mm-hmm. I have the synchronicities happen all the time. I could, it's a whole story I'd have to go into. I'm not going to right now, but uh, I know there's some type of connection, I, but I haven't made the connection yet i really need some help with that maybe i could probably uh do a session with you and figure that out there you go that would be awesome yeah I think so. awesome. one of my other favorite sessions with the male one of our brothers he actually in the middle of the session was integrating his higher self during the session it was really? so like fresh and brand new right here. Like and he's explaining the process. And even when his higher self began to talk to me, like his higher self needed a moment. He's like, hold on. Like he, it was almost like he was slightly, um, what is the word? Uh, disoriented, you know, cause it was so fresh. And he's like, oh my gosh, like, this is so weird. He's like, where, like, he's like, I don't even remember. Like, hold on, like, give me a moment. I got to catch my breath. Like he's trying to bring <laughs> He's trying to bring in the memories. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. He's like, he's like, oh, my gosh, I didn't came down here to the third dimension. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. It's probably like. Uh, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, so explain, explain to, I guess, people who might not understand the bird. So it, the Blue Avians and the Bird Tribe, that's not recent. You talked about the Hopi prophecy and stuff. So yeah. what is your knowledge now after, after being immersed in it on mm-hmm. the history of it? So where, where did this originate? Where did this come from? Uh, you know, we know about Thoth and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. What, what yeah. is your perspective on that? Well, to be clear, one of my higher self aspects is Blue Avian. So one of my higher self aspects is the Blue Avian goddess Abgal. Now, if you look Abgal up, most of the times you'll see, you know, humans refer to her as a male. It's just one of the perversions. The Andromeda and Oversoul actually laughed. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're like, ah, oh, last time we checked, you've always been, you know, like Abgal was a female. I'm not saying I've always incarnated as a, as a female. No, because we incarnate as both male. Yeah, and yeah. Um, but they're like, no, Abgal's definitely a female. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yes, one of my one of my higher self aspects was a blue avian bird that actually worked with Thoth. Thoth. Some really? people say Thoth. Thoth. Yes. Yeah. Um, but we were a high priestess in Atlantis. 
Um, there was a group that went to Egypt. There's a group of us that went to South America. There's a group that went to Tibet. Um, I believe in the law of one, they talk about the groups that went to Egypt and South America. Um, so yes, like as far as the native indigenous prophecy, the reason why a prophecy came about is because with the conquering of what they called the warrior tribes, because um, even with the bringing, and it's a whole long history, so I'm going to try to condense it the best way I can. But even like the purpose of, like with the manipulation, because this is what's important to understand with what they call the warrior tribes or the Caucasians that they were using, and they, they were being used by reptilians to conquer other races. So like even I've done sessions where you would see, like even when they would go in to invade, there's like, you know, dark clouds above them. They have lots of entities, lots of trauma. Um, and that's another reason why that prophecy was told where basically what the indigenous did, which some of them left and went to the inner earth to avoid being conquered, but some of them actually were able to project their consciousness into the future. So they were able to project their consciousness into the future with the purpose of incarnating directly into these bloodlines to heal the DNA manipulations that came from the controlling groups such as the Anunnaki and the reptilians. So that's where the prophecy came from, where they knew that these beings would incarnate in order to ascend and heal the planet. So there's actually consciousness projected forward in time, and then there was consciousness projected backwards in time, but we're multidimensional. So we actually exist on multiple, multiple planes, multiple timelines, multiple dimensions at the same time. So that's where the, the pretty much prophecy came from. Mm -hmm. do, you, uh, do, you have, do you have any information about them being related with the building of the pyramids? Well, on one of the sessions I did, this was a session, now this was by the time we were in South America. One of the sessions I did um, that I uploaded, and unfortunately the whole session wasn't recorded, but we were training with a new practitioner. Um, but it was actually showing Ga the goddess Abgal in the Hall of Records in one of the South American, with one of the South American groups. Um, and actually what was confirmed later is it's a group that actually was like a race from history. That's not even in the history books that they teach about. Um, but they were actually in the hall of records, like dictating or drawing on the walls, you know, crypt, you know, um, hieroglyphics or, you know, things of that nature, pictograms and stuff like that. Thank of what mind. she was, yes, thank you. Of what she was teaching. Um, there's some different theories about how the pyramids came about. I believe it was more of an energetic coming about manifestation than actually physical, which is why humans can't figure out how they were done. I've heard, I've heard that too, actually. Exactly. I've heard that it was built in like the fourth dimension or something. And then it was, and then it just like was manifested in this dimension. So, it, so I guess it's, it just appeared. I would say it appears also as it was man-made, uh, but it, you know, there's information out there that states they were they were originally crystal pyramids. When yeah, that's ex actually what I was going to tell you. Yeah, um, I definitely it has been confirmed that it has to do with crystal technology. Yeah, it definitely has been confirmed, and a lot of the um, natives, the you know, Aboriginals, 
the indigenous, the priestesses and the priests would actually gather around them. Because um, like you, like I said earlier, I am a crystal shaman. So I worked with it like in Darren crystals. And actually in Atlantis, um, I believe I was in charge of some of the crystal technology because I had memories of reporting that it was being stolen um, before the fall. So, you know, but as we integrate, we'll have mm -hmm. all of those memories. But yes, we, there is a number of us that work directly with crystal technology in Atlantis, Lemuria, um, and even after it fell in, um, you know, Mayan, Toltec, you know, and even in Egypt. And mm -hmm. plus, as far as I, I understand, we could all communicate with each other, even though we were separated on different, you know, bodies of land and stuff. Well, it was a different type of technology back then. It was, it oh, was, yeah. it, I don't even know if technology is a word for it, but it was just an understanding of how, yeah. how we operated. Mm -hmm. uh, well, Siobhan, I think we're uh, getting close to our time limit that we make up every time there really is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't really exist, but. Is there anything you want to leave us with? Uh, tell us about before you uh, talk about your YouTube channel, maybe um, anything like that before we go. Yeah. Yeah. Actually I did write like a small message I'll share. Okay. You know, just to remember um, that the Ascension is very individual. A lot of times I've noticed that people fall into comparing themselves to others or listening to teachers where they try to tell, which don't get me wrong, exchanging information, you know, and these are the type of things you could experience, but there is no one way to experience anything. Like, and it's very individual. And that's why it's so important to have that direct connection with the higher self. So, like I said, we're all pieces of a huge divine puzzle. And so we actually need, like it is in our interest to help others awaken and remember their divinity and shine their light because more people will begin shining lights the more lights we're cutting on. So, um, yeah, like even for example, like I remember, I remember I wrote this down because I was thinking about what I wanted, you know, to talk about with you. But um, I remember even in my awakening process where they were teaching me things, I was communicating with the oversoul. You know, I found actually like even astrology or certain things like um, interesting. And I remember asking like, well, because they were telling me about the Andromeda Oversoul. So basically like one of the tasks of the Andromeda Oversoul is like um, as far as astrological alignments, they help determine when souls should be born based on their mission and what they need to experience. That's one of their tasks. And so I'm like, well, why can't I have that knowledge? You know, I'm like, that's pretty cool. And they're like, well, are you sure? Because that's not what you agreed to come here and do. You know, like, and once they explain, you know, they're like, well, you could have access to that information. You know, there's an aspect of you that absolutely knows this information. But are you sure? Because that's not what you agreed to do. Um, <clears throat> but once I just started understanding, you know, like I just, Coming into alignment with your higher self, that's how you remember what it is you wanted to do. That's how you remember what it is you came here to do. And even just reminding people, like, we wanted to be here. We wanted to help Mother Gaia. Mother Gaia was crying, asking for help. We came here to assist her and humanity. And humans are divine beings. So, like, even this, you know, I've even seen it's like, oh, you know, like star seeds or angelics or highly evolved beings are like better. And it's like, no, I don't think people understand how unique the human being is. Like the, the human being is one of the only beings in the 
whole existence that have 12 access potential, 12 strand DNA, just like angelics. And that is why they are so unique and why we're here to assist them to remember how divine and unique they are. And we're all from source. All of us are from source. So I just wanted to express like just to appreciate your uniqueness and, and develop that connection so you can remember what it is you came here to do. That's beautiful. I, and I, and I agree with that a hundred percent. Absolutely. That's what we're doing is unlocking the DNA and getting back to the to 12 strand and, and, and infusing the crystalline body. Uh, yeah. So, yep. yeah. <clears throat> anyway, thank you so much for coming on everybody. Check out Siobhan's YouTube channel. So yeah, definitely would appreciate, you know, support and subscribing you know, spreading the word, spreading light is definitely honored. Where can they go if they want to book a session with you? Yes, you can also email me at Blu-ray, A-T-F, B-L-U-E-R-A-Y-A-T-F at gmail.com. And of course, if you're on Facebook, you can friend me at Siobhan Hill or send me a message. Um, but those are the best two ways to get in touch. That's amazing. Yes. Like and subscribe to her channel. Like and subscribe to our channel. <laughs> um, yeah. And give, like, give your channel's name again. <laughs> <laughs> Journey to Truth Podcast. Yes. Uh, that's, that's how you find us on, on, on YouTube anyway, yeah. or probably any platform. Yeah. Um, Just search it on all the platforms or on the major ones. So. Yeah, definitely. I definitely. Do. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, awesome. It's been such a pleasure and an honor. Thank you so much. Yes. Same. Thank you. Thank no, you thank so you. I, I, I found it very uh, informative. I learned a lot, actually. I, thank I you. I learned a lot as well. Thank you so much. Thank and you. I'll, I'll be hitting you up for a session. That's no doubt. Yeah. Very curious. <laughs> very curious. Um, okay. Well, I guess we'll end it with that. Have a good night, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Yeah.